Welcome, everybody. You are Talking Tables with Bill, Bill and David. David. It's the August edition of Talking Tables. Thanks for joining us, everyone. David and I today will be discussing the new PST 500 table recently released from Trump. I've already received a few emails uh, from a couple of you, so appreciate that, kind of keeping us aware. Uh, we are doing write-ups for the competitive data, and we'll discuss it today. We also have a special guest. One Mr. Dave Maney is going to join us today and talk a little bit about what's going on in the table market amid uh, the current COVID concerns. Also, we're going to be covering garden fertilizer. Do you go horse or cow? Yeah, David, I think that might be from your other podcast, Talking Tractors. Well, thanks for the shout out, Bill. Make sure you guys check that one out. We'll get to what David's going to cover later. We'll jump right into talking about the Trump table. I think everybody's probably interested in about that. Every time we see a new table come onto the market, we get a lot of emails and a lot of questions. So here we go. So first things first, the table is called the PST 500 Precision Surgical Table. It is produced by Hillrom, aka Trump. David, if you can get your mind off tractors, why don't you give us the specs? Yeah, I'd be happy to, Bill. The table, the PST 500, it's got a height adjustment, low height, 23 and a half inches, high height, 45.2 inches, 35 degrees trend and reverse trend, 25 degrees tilt, and it goes just under 16 inches slide to head and just under 8 inches slide to foot. So I'd say it's pretty standard. Nothing really, you know, jumps off the page. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. I think the one thing I did notice, they do advertise now that they have a zero positioning function that simultaneously self-levels the tabletop. So this is something Skytron has always had. We've had that ability to hit level and have a back and a seat and a trend or a tilt or whatever kind of all come back at the same time. Most of our competitors up until this point couldn't do that. They had to do stuff in segments. You'd see them one section move a bit, then the other, then the other, or they would have a specific section move first and then another section simultaneous self-leveling we think is better um you know if you've if you've got a patient especially not in a standard position or if they're reversed something like that having a simultaneous self-level really helps the advertised weight capacity is a thousand pounds but of course there's asterisks after this david and i have not been able to get our hands on a manual yet so we don't know what restrictions are there we have an assumption that lithotomy probably reverse orientation and uh, obviously with a lot of their different accessories, they're probably going to limit their weight capacity. Once we get our hands on an owner's manual. Take a look. It's in a book. Ah, just, just it's stop, owner's David. Manual. Stop. As I was saying, uh, once we get our hands on a don't do it, David, owner's manual, we'll be able to confirm some of those specifications when it comes to different positioning and weight capacity. They are advertising a new column cover which it looks like it's a little bit sleeker with smaller overlaps to eliminate possible damage for items stored on that table base. Also, the column is centered on that table base, which could potentially make surgical access at times obstructed. We were actually able to locate some of the pricing already available on MD Byline for this table. This price is 56000 Selling price is 35000 I would suggest that probably not real accurate at this point. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of data on there. So we'll kind of have to wait and see a bit on that too. But I, I think that sounds right. 35K would make this kind of their mid-range table, which I'm believing this is going to be. They still have the 7,000 series of tables and this is just going to be kind of that mid-range version, I believe. Mid-range? 
One other change that we noted beyond the elevation column change is the addition of a LED light strip on the base of the table. The light strip itself is referred to as a light messaging system. And the idea behind this is to create better communication, essentially, between the OR staff and the table itself. They reference the light system as reducing alarm fatigue. Our field research for GS70 actually showed the same thing, uh, where the staff will hear an alarm and either ignore it because they may think it's something else or just hearing a ton of other alarms. It just all gets drowned into the background. So this light, similar to our, our brake lock light that we already have, will change colors. It looks like it's got a blue, a yellow, a green, a red, and it'll indicate brake lock status, battery status, and we'll, uh, I'm assuming it turns red for error messages as well. I'm not sure how visible this will be in the OR since it will be a smaller light just on the base of the table. I'm not sure if, you know, a surgeon's definitely not going to see that as he's standing up to the table. You know, I debate whether anesthesia could actually see it. It looks like it's only going to be produced on the sides of the table, the long sides of the table. And, you know, with draping and everything else going on, not not quite sure how visible that's going to be. I think with the GS70, obviously, we went with an actual voice. I think it might be a better system than just the illumination of the floor. But uh, we'll wait and see. They are advertising 360-degree imaging for this table. But in the very fine print, it does state that that's only capable with their carbon fiber accessories. To wrap it up, you know, I think this is going to be a decent table. I don't think there's anything ultra modern or ultra new uh, that this table is representing. The The light on the base is probably the only thing they have that will make it stand out from other tables. You know, it has a bellow system, which is going to be difficult to clean. I, I think it's good that they finally changed their elevation columns. Maybe not good for us, but just good in general. They, they had a big problem with those catching pumps and everything else when they were lowering the table. So being more streamlined, as David said, I, I think it will help resolve that issue that they had. I don't know. What do you think, David? Yeah, looking at the hand control, it's it's pretty basic. There's no data showing for telemetry. It does look like it might be able to provide uh, left and right split leg movements. But other than that, it's pretty basic. Now I think we're kind of wrapped up with the new Trump PST 500. And uh, Bill, where, where can they find this information? David, we'll be putting it into the competitive web pages on Skynet. So if you want to see I don't know if we can get a brochure yet. I don't think one existed that we can download, but we'll put together like a new data sheet for it and uh, whatever information we can find online. David, you seem to be kind of in a strange mood today, so I'm going to run a joke by you here. What do you call two surgeons operating on each other? Hmm. I've got nothing, Bill. A paradox. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like it's time for our interview with Davey. Let's give him a call. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks for joining. Well, it's an honor to finally get invited uh, to this podcast after uh, how many years of doing it? I finally, uh, you ran out of guests and you invited me to join you. Yeah, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Dave, if you could look into your crystal ball, what's your thoughts for the table market the rest of the year? I see the uh, Table market will be a, a struggle throughout the, the rest of this year uh, due to the COVID situation. Uh, most of our customers are preventing sales reps from visiting and doing trials. Quite a few of them have capital freezes, projects are stopped, and a lot of that is through the end of the year. While a lot of our customers have reopened 
for emergency surgery that will allow us to get the replacement business when tables break. But I don't think we're going to see a lot of new budgeting for replacement products. I think they're going to be trying to keep what they have working a little bit longer. So I don't see a a real strong second half of the year for orders for tables. Now, we do have some history where we've seen slowdowns in the past. You know, those were based on the economy and or government uh, regulatory issues to get us into that area. And in both cases, as soon as the certainty returned, the market came roaring back and our numbers ended up being better than they were before. And that's back in 95, as well as in 2009, where that pent up demand broke free and uh, and customers start spending and replacing those things, lights, tables, et cetera, that they had been trying to get the last vestiges of life out of. They do replace them. And now as we look at our positioning going into next year, we're positioned very well with the brand new table, yet having the full, complete menu, this time of trying to get extra life out of products will point to the reliability of our products. It will create some comparisons that our Salesforce can make with the um, competitors because of the lower cost to maintain our product. They will hopefully become more aware of that, how they're using older Skytron products than they are of their, their competitive products. Hey, Dave, do you have any thoughts on what a distributor can do to generate table opportunities? A ways that we can generate new business for tables in this time of capital freezes, I think would be to take a look at the costs. If you get a, a partner level customer, a customer that's willing to, to work with you and see how much they're spending on maintaining their existing product versus a, a longer term financing a new table. In a lot of cases, there's probably spending more money to maintain a, a old Steris product than it would cost them if they were to look at the new product on a payment plan. Certainly, we have financing available, but most of the time, the customers have uh, their own financing available. If we can break down the cost of the table into a per procedure, or uh, even a per week, per day, any of those types of things, they'll see that the the cost that they're putting into it is pretty minimal relative to a lot of the other things. So maybe we can get some interest by breaking it down into a fee-per-use concept. Not that we would actually sell them on that regard, but we introduce that to them and then they end up uh, getting their own financing and buying it because they see that there is a small impact on their overall budget and it's probably not that much more expensive if it at all more expensive than what they're already paying to maintain their existing old product. Dave, you've gone a couple months now with a shaved head look. Dave and I are curious if this look's going to continue or if you're possibly looking into some different types of rugs. Personally, David and I thought that the dreadlock look might be something you'd want to explore. So I've been ready to shave my head for years and I've been threatening to do it with my wife. And then, uh, Finally, during the uh, COVID crisis, after my daughter and nieces dyed their hair pink, they finally asked if they could shave my head. And I said, yes, but uh, I've uh, very much enjoyed it. And I do plan to to keep the bald head. We'll see what happens when it gets into wintertime and a little colder. 
certainly we will be keeping this look throughout the summer. Well, thanks for joining us, Dave. We want to say that we do really appreciate you taking the time to talk to all of our listeners out there. Well, thank you for finally inviting me onto the, the podcast. I know you went through all the other talent we had in the building first. I am honored to finally get the opportunity to, to make it on the, the most well-listened podcast in the history of Skytrack. All right. Well, that wraps it up. You have just listened to the August edition of Talking Tables with Bill and David. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. Have a great one, everybody. Thank you.